Witness history at Roland Garros, where old rivalries meet new talent on the clay battleground. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. Experience three weeks of unparalleled access as the world's top players in tennis face off to see if the veterans maintain their dominance or if a fresh face rises to challenge them. Daily live coverage begins Monday, May 20th. Stream it now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. The road to Roland Garros continues on the red clay in Spain as we welcome you to TC Live from Madrid. Now, just 30 days away from the year's second major in Paris. Cannot wait for Roland Garros. Here's what's coming up over the next half hour. The men's reigning champion got pushed to the limit by a flying fin. How Carlitos found his way back to keep a sensational Spanish winning streak alive. Plus, last year's runner-up on the women's side got off to a great start in Madrid. Hear how Jesse Pagula's adjusting her game to altitude to take it one step higher. And what happens when the electronic coin flip goes wrong? Well, the boys, they, they go old school. How about a little rock, paper, scissors? But would Andre Rublev be a rock on court? We will find out as we got a lot to get to today on The Big Show. Steve Weissman back alongside Riley Opelka doing his rehab with us here on Tennis Channel. And then we got the Hall of Famer Andy Roddick on the big screen as always. Uh, a lot of highlights, some upsets to get to. Yes, just like this. We're climbing the wall. Uh, but we got to start with some big news. The ATP announcing that electronic line calling will be used across all events on all surfaces starting in 2025. Your thoughts, Riley? I love it, especially across all surfaces, mainly meaning clay. Yeah. We've needed that for a while. I think it's long overdue. And um, quite frankly, I think it's going to take a lot of stress off of all the players and the refs. I think it's a win-win all around. Obviously, there's going to be, you know, there's not going to be as many jobs, but the chair umpire's life just got a lot easier. Our life just got a lot easier. I love the change. Yeah, listen, if you're, if, if you're, if you're not changing, you're not trying. You know, we'd also be going to Blockbuster uh, <laughs> if that was the case. I mean, listen, I, I don't know what the downside of this is. I, I know it'll affect uh, some people in a negative way, but uh, we, we have to choose to innovate uh, in tennis. And l listen, the only argument I could make uh, counter is like people like to see people fight over line calls. But beyond that, this is a no-brainer. And by the way, we've already seen uh, the players are still going to argue with the machines no matter what. So we'll, we'll still have that. But we'll have <laughs> a right. deeper dive into this conversation. Jim Courier on the show tomorrow as we'll talk more about that. But let's get straight to the action. Both top seeds in action Friday in Madrid. Let's start with the men's returning champ, Carlos Alcaraz, coming off his second straight title in Barcelona. Barcelona is trying to do the same thing here. He became the youngest champ in Madrid tournament history last year. And in fact, Alcaraz has won his last 15 matches in Spain. Andy would have a battle, though, today against Emil Rusevori. Rusevori was watching Opelka's analysis yesterday on crushing second serves, getting forward, trying to redline, and he executed to perfection in the first set. Threw Alcaraz off of his game a little bit. Alcaraz wasn't able to get in the rallies, wasn't able to set the table, then use that drop shot with Bruce Aguri coming uh, forward. But hitting this shot, this could have saved the entire match. From behind your body, jumping in midair and placing it softly over the net. I hope there it is. This is an absolute joke of a shot down a set. 
down break point, momentum not on your side, and then to stick this one down break point, this is unbelievable. This is where he won the match. I realized that he had to finish this set, had to win the third set. This is where he turned the tide, and Ruzivori felt it because then in the next game, started putting the pressure mechanisms in place, missed a couple of shots, adjusted where he was going to return. Ruzivori trying to force it from uh, deep and from the corners and. Does this crowd like this kid Alcaraz or what he is doing it in Madrid? Third set was vintage Alcaraz, if we can say that. He's only, he can't even drink legally in the States yet. But anyways, I digress. But look at this speed around the court, able to, I mean, if you're losing points like this, if you're losing more, you say, you know what? I had a look. It's probably not going to work out today with Chucky Alcaraz in full flight. Uh, in the third set. This guy is electric to watch. It was fun for me to watch him problem solve today, Steve. Didn't have his best up early. Certainly had it by the end. Yeah, Chucky was scary. Alcaraz said Rusevori was better until that moment. Three all in the second. Survive yeah. and advance. Gets his 24th win of the season. Now 14-1 and one on clay. And how about this? What he has done in Spain. He's now won 16 straight matches in Spain, going back-to-back -back in Barcelona, looking to do the very same thing in Madrid. Came to Madrid last year, ranked in the top 10 for the first time this year. He can leave as world number one. Let's hear from him. You certainly know how to entertain. How tough was that? Yeah, I mean, it was really tough. I would say uh, I was about to, to lose. It was just one point, you know. I think uh, one of the breakpoints that uh, he had in the 3-2 in the second set, it was like a match point for, for him. Uh, I'm really happy to uh, was able to save uh, that that game and uh, be able to come back a little bit. Just really, really, really happy to, to, be, to be able to get through that. How about the other top 10 teenager? Holger Runa has his own winning streak coming off the title in Munich last week. He came back from 5 to 40-15 down in the third set. Saved four championship points to defend his title there. Facing Andre Bublik today, Riley. And Bublik just broke a five-match losing streak. This one would go the distance. Yeah, you know, the one thing about Bublik, I can say, similar to myself, the good part about our style of play is we can beat anyone in the world. The downside of that is we can lose to anyone in the world. He's incredibly <laughs> dangerous, and Holger is just showing how, how much maturity he has. That win last week, saving match point, he'll take that with him in the memory bank forever, and he'll apply that to matches like this. I mean, he was so dominant in the breaker. He didn't flinch one time. Bublik had plenty of chances. Holger was just brilliant on his own serve. Played first strike tennis. That's typical Bublik right there. The shot, the celebration. Very fitting Bublik play. Holger was really impressive as well with his first strike, especially late in the breaker. There were some difficult swing volleys, difficult overheads, but he handled it unbelievably well. I'm a fan of the guy, despite what some people say. I find him to be a really, a really nice guy. Uh, I love Holger. He said, I was brave at the end. That's what made the difference. Now, 8-1 on play this month. And, well, it smells like teen spirit in Madrid. Taking a look at the tail of the tape with Holger Runa and Carlos Alcaraz, the two teenagers ranked 2-7 and seven in the world. Of course, one major title for Alcaraz. He's been at number one in the world, the youngest man ever to be number one. Runa, the first Dane in the ATP top ten. The teen stars turn 20 very soon. It is, in fact, on Saturday for Holger Runa, and then it's next Friday for Carlos Alcaraz. Andy, we've seen the top level from both these guys, but what do wins like today tell you about them?
Yeah, I mean, we're watching their education in, in, in real time, Steve. Um, listen, the, the more reps they get, uh, I'm actually more impressed by wins like today for Alcaraz and Runa. We know what their top level is, and it's off the charts impressive, right? But how do they problem solve? Runa gets a little tricky matchup with Bublik where he's coasting and then he's not, has to kind of figure it out. It's not one where he's getting a bunch of rhythm, and you see him tough it out. That could be worth two, three, four more rounds. Maybe he wins the tournament after that. I don't know. But they both saved, survived, and advanced today. Carlos Alcaraz got beat in the first set. It happens because we're all professional tennis players, right? You can lose uh, a set to someone who, who's, uh, who's got a hot hand, but then sticking it out that three-all game, watching him turn the time. That is experience in real time. It's amazing that he's already sensing those moments uh, being so young. It's just so, it's just so fun to watch. It, it is fun to watch, Riley. You say you're a big fan of Holger, great guy. Uh, he's got that edge on the court, right? How does that help him, and how has that gotten him into the top ten? Yeah, I mean, no doubt. One thing with, with Holger is, you know, had he be, had, let's say he acts a little bit differently on the court, it maybe takes away from who he is. He's trying to be the best player in the world. There's nothing normal about that mindset. And he's not here to make friends. He's here to become the greatest player in the world, and that's so difficult as it is. I can speak for my interactions with him off the court, along with a lot of my friends. We all like the guy. He's super nice, super friendly. Um, I'm, I'm a fan of him on and off the court. Yeah, he has said that goal is to be number one in the world. He is looking to get there, win a major, and do something that Alcaraz has already done. By the way, when Alcaraz turns 20, it's going to be Luca Van Asha, who's going to be the only teenager in the top 100, the young Frenchman. Moving on, more highlights from Madrid. Andre Rublev has been on fire on the red dirt. There's the rock, paper, scissors. Who's going to serve first, Andy? He's got that title in Monte Carlo, another final, and, and Stan Vavrenko on the other side today. Yeah, and the, the, the strategy for Rublev is apparent in this first highlight. Pound the forehand until it creates space to the backhand and then open it. But he, he, he just beat up Stan's forehand all day, making him run to it, play defense on that side. Didn't have to overthink it, just went to that well over and over and over. It gave Stan that shot, which the flat one up the line from behind the baseline, and it wasn't there most of the day. Rublev continuing the great ball striking that we saw uh, in his victory in Monte Carlo. Seems like he's in cruise control a little bit. And uh, listen, the guy's hitting passes like that. Sometimes you just say uh, too good, but Rublev certainly in full flight. I actually like this matchup. He's one of the few guys that can take Stan. Uh, Stands time away uh, consistently, not let him get those big swings in on the backhand side. Uh, nice day at the office for Rublev. Now 9-1 and one on clay this year. Andre Rublev, one of those uh, sneaky guys. You may want to pick at Roland Garros, still looking for his first major title. And the women's top seed and world number one in action today. Iga Sviantek facing the lucky loser, Julia Grabber, Andy. And uh, Iga missed Madrid last year due to that shoulder injury. That was part of her 37-match win streak. Wasn't here, so the fans love to see the world number one. Yeah, that really disrupted her preparation for Roland Garros last year, didn't it, Steve? But anyways, <laughs> here we are. Uh, listen, I, you don't want to be dis disrespectful to anyone who has made their way on this tour, but this always felt like it was downhill skiing for Iga Sviantek. It feels like she's just able to come out of her shoes on every shot on this surface. It doesn't get through the court. She sets up for every ball. It feels like she's in position. Her footwork does not get talked about enough. Watch these little steps here, Steve. This is every single point with those little adjustment steps putting the ball away, it, or if, if you could just ISO her footwork sometime, it is an absolute lesson. And listen, open stance, backhand, up the line, flat, that didn't exist 20 years ago. Uh, Sviatek uh, cruising today, but credit to grab her, made her work for it. That's all I'm going to look at now, those little, those little steps for every Unbelievable. shot. Unbelievable. And he's right on it. Sviatek 
going to take on uh, the American lefty, Bernardo Perinet. How about the top-ranked American? Last year's runner-up, Jesse Pagula, in action, Riley. Only three American women have ever made the final here. Pagula, the only one not named Williams. Wow, that's great company to be in there with. Uh, Jess is just getting better and better. One thing I love about her is she's an unbelievable fighter. Even when she's not playing her best, she still finds a way to get it done. She's becoming, you know, kind of like the house, let's say. She's beating everyone she's supposed to beat. That's not an easy task at all, especially with the depth and all the different, you know, conditions that we're dealing with in, in today's day and age in, in tennis. But um, one thing also that I always love about Jess is her willingness to just constantly be attacking and applying pressure. It accumulates over longer periods of the match, and that's why I think she's got such a great third set record. She does really well in, in physical matches like this. 42 winners in the match for Jesse. Join Prakash at the desk after. You feel the altitude helps you with, with that? I think it helps me when I'm used to it. <laughs> I've been here for like four days-ish, so I came a little tad early, but um, with the purpose that I wanted to make sure I went in feeling good in the altitude, you know, adjust the tension, take a couple days to get used to it. Um, you know, it was nice to play the doubles yesterday. That really helped. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think it suits my game when I'm feeling comfortable with my tension and mentally I'm not getting upset about, you know, maybe the ball flies a little bit, but I think it's one of those tournaments, yeah, where you can just kind of work your way in. You can play really well on it. Andy, how about this? Uh, only Serena Williams has a better winning percentage than Pagula among Americans who have played a minimum of 15 matches at the 1,000 level on clay. Uh, that's, that's high cat. 73% of the time, Jesse's winning. What makes her, she's good on every surface, but good on the red clay. Well, I think she's able to play against people's movements so well because her, her, her strokes are so technically sound that she, you can play against movement uh, better on clay than maybe any other surface. And she does that routinely, right? People uh, trying to recover back to the middle and she plays against them. You get that little slip and slide situation going and all of a sudden she's on top of the point and then is able to transition uh, to, to a foot inside the baseline. But it's not even just clay with her consistency. I know we want to shout that out because we're, we're on clay currently, but just she's there every single week now. Right? It's not as if she has off weeks. She wins two, three, four, five matches. She's in a final every single week. It is like we're starting to take it for granted, but it's, it's so impressive. It is so impressive. And, and like Andy said, you know, the company she's in there with, much like Serena Williams, the, the fight and the grit is really what I think stands out the most, let alone from any, you know, tactical or if we want to get technical with it. It's simple. She fights harder than the rest of them. She competes unbelievably well every single match. Not so easy to do throughout the span of a, you know, a 40-week season. She's also in there every week, not only in singles, but doubles. One of the rare players that is ranked in the top ten in both singles and doubles and does that every single week. All right, time for us to go to break here on TC Live. A lot more still to come. Simona Halep hasn't played since testing positive for drugs at the U.S. Open. We will hear from the two-time major champ later on TC Live. You don't want to miss that. Andy Riley, Steve, back on TC Live. A reminder to mark those calendars for the year's next major. Tennis Channel will once again have exclusive daily live coverage of Roland Garros. Don't miss any of the action from the red clay in Paris beginning Sunday, May 28th. One month from today, as our social team said, can you smell the clay? Yes, I can smell it in Paris and the croissants as well. Time now for our FanDuel match preview. How did our friend Chanda Rubin do yesterday? Well, uh-oh. I think this is the first time all season that Chanda 
Shanda's below. She she is down two two cents right now after uh, giving up ten Shanda bucks. Martina Trevisan beat Jeannie Bouchard today in straight sets. I think this is the first time all year. But Chanda's going to bounce back because that's what she does. That's what champions do. Picking Francis Tiafo over Tomas Martin Echeverry. Andy, this is a rematch from Houston. Big foe won it in a couple of tie breaks. What do you think of this pick? There is no chance you're going to get me on TV picking against Francis. You know, there's just no chance that's going to happen. And Francis actually is going to like this court. He's going to get a little jump on that forehand, a little buggy whip situation that he gets going. That's going to be able to get up and away. I actually like these conditions better for him than I, than I did in Houston, where it was a bit, uh, bit soggy. Uh, for the week. So I, I like the conditions better here for Francis. Now, how is he adjusting to clay? You know, those are all variables, but just just based on, on, on kind of merit and conditions, I like Francis in this one. Riley, your thoughts? Yeah, I agree. The rankings don't lie. They always speak for themselves. He beat him a couple weeks ago. Francis is playing some of the best tennis, if not the best tennis of his, of his life. Uh, I'm going big foe. Obviously, I'm biased to that, but uh, it's hard. How can you ever... <laughs> Root against them. You, you can't. It, it's 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 just not on on the books. Uh, right now, FanDuel giving all new users ten times your first bet and bonus bets up to two hundred dollars. Win or lose, download the FanDuel Sportsbook app now. Start making every moment more. Big photons, vibrations. It's all here on TC Live. So is Seb Corda returning to action for the first time in three months. All the highlights straight ahead. Witness history at Roland Garros, where old rivalries meet new talent on the clay battleground. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. Experience three weeks of unparalleled access as the world's top players in tennis face off to see if the veterans maintain their dominance or if a fresh face rises to challenge them. Daily live coverage begins Monday, May 20th. Stream it now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. Veronica Pelka weissman back in Madrid. Sunshine, sangria, and siestas. But don't sleep on the action in the magic box. We got the return of one Seb Corda. Started the year so well. Finals in Adelaide. Quarters at the Aussie Open. But that's where he injured that right wrist, Andy. Starting off against a French qualifier today. Yeah, and Seb wasn't at his best, which is expected. Obviously, a long layoff with the wrist. The, the, the goal for this week for Seb Corda needs to be get your reps in, try to find your rhythm, compete, let's get a little dirty, and see how it shakes out. I actually felt throughout this entire match that he was going to somehow be able to turn it. You see him save uh, some match points here in the second set. I'm like, oh, here we go. He's going to turn this and then run away with the third set. But credit to Grenier. The guy fought his tail off today and Seb, Seb wasn't real happy with that when he says come on give it to me but I need it I need it not to be had though Grenier good win for him came through qualities two match wins I think he had zero on the on the year uh, coming into this at tour level so good for him and both guys three breaks nearly identical numbers across the board great though to see Seb Corda back on court how about J.D. Bouchard came through qualifying then took out Diana Yastremska but Martina Trevisan loves the red clay Riley 10 wins at Roland Garros only two wins at the other three majors combined yeah, Martina is definitely a dirt bar, to say the least. She's got an unbelievable forehand, takes you off the court, opens it up so well, kind of Rafa-esque. And, um, you know, this was kind of to be expected, I thought, 
Jeannie's really starting to play a lot better, which is great to see. It's it's been a while since I can remember she's you know had a big Masters 1000 level win, and uh, to come through qualifying, she's getting her confidence back. But this was just a tough task to begin with. I, I think Trevisan is just an absolute nightmare on any clay court. Look at how she um, likes to pull pull Bouchard off the court with that lefty hook forehand, and then pull a line. Classic lefty form. Hit the semis in Paris last year. Moves on in straight sets. Still good signs, as you mentioned, for Bouchard moving forward. And then some big upsets in Madrid today. Kasparud, the third seed, fourth-ranked player in the world, who won his 10th title earlier this month in Estoril, goes out to 105th-ranked qualifier Matteo Arnaldi. The Italian said, quote, maybe the pressure got to him, but I played the best match of my life. It's a rude section of the men's draw has absolutely opened up. One of these four guys will make the quarterfinals, Andy. Yannick Hoffman got the upset against Lorenzo Musetti today. And then you got Daniel Altmaier and Jean Munar. What do you make of this? Opportunity knocking and someone needs to answer the door, Steve. This is uh, a pretty tough loss for Root, especially because uh, watching this and seeing uh, uh, the fact that this draw was open. Uh, you, you don't expect to see Casper struggle like this. Uh, on the clay, especially with someone who doesn't have the experience raked outside of the top 100 on a surface where the ball gets up and away. It should help him uh, a little bit. It's it's tough to watch uh, what he was putting forth today and, and and kind of think back and say, listen, this guy made two slam finals last year. He's uh, he's in a bit of a tailspin right now. Just just won a title in Munich, but then this loss. Are you worried about Casper? Not one bit. I think Casper's um, going Ooh. through a rough patch. It happens. It's part of the game. Um, I think he'll get it. He'll, I think he'll get it rolling. He is still the, you know, one of the best clay quarters on the planet, and um, you know he played a lot of matches last year. So I think he'll he'll come into groove later on and, and get things going. Still a big opportunity in that section for somebody in Madrid. What's trending on social media? Well, Simona Halep, who has been provisionally suspended since October for failing a drug test at the U.S. Open, posted a video on social media updating her situation. Take a listen. The ITF requested that uh, the hearing on 24 of March should be cancelled. I did not agree with that because, as the rule says, uh, a player that is provisionally suspen suspended is entitled to get an expedited uh, hearing. Because everything takes so long, I ask the ITF to lift up my suspension to be able to play. But they also refused it. So uh, the next step is... Um, we, that we're going to have a hearing at the end of May, but uh, it is very fragile because ITF uh, said that uh, they might cancel it as well. Uh, if they do that, uh, it will be like almost eight months since uh, I've been uh, provisionally suspended first time, uh, and I believe that it's not fair to stay eight months without even being judged by the tribunal. Hmm. Now, the ITF responded to what Simona had to say, saying they have no involvement in the management of this case. Uh, that's another organization. Uh, what's your reaction to hearing what Simona had to say, Riley? I feel for her. I agree with her. I mean, eight months is a long time, especially at this stage of her career. There's not, many, there's not much time left for her and for her to be every Grand Slam she misses, especially Roland Garros. You really have to, to feel for her, especially if she you know, was innocent and there was no wrongdoing. I definitely think she deserves a trial, and it should be expedited. Andy? Yeah, I mean, listen, if I, if I, I'm not saying she's wrongly accused, but if I was wrongly accused, I would be doing what 
what Simone is doing, right? I would I would want to shout it from the rooftops. I would want the I, I would want the audience to see. I would want to uh, state my case. But unfortunately, listen. Even if she, she did, wasn't using performance enhancing drugs and there was a mistake made, there was still a mistake made with what went into your body, whether it was intentional or not. We 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 don't really know at this point. But unfortunately, uh, listen. You make a mistake, it, it goes out of your hands, and there's a process to it. It, it, it stinks for her. Um, but listen, it's it's. I don't think it's something that you can you, you can rush. Hopefully, uh, they're going through the correct processes. But um, you know, it just it just stinks all around. Halep does deny that she knowingly took the banned substance, saying one of her supplements was contaminated. Has not played since the U.S. Open and just wants the trial. Just wants to be judged one way or another. Two-time major champion. We will continue to stay on this story here at Tennis Channel and give you the very latest when we know something. Here is our schedule for Saturday. Our coverage begins 5 a.m. Eastern. Valley Sports T2 has you covered at 8 a.m. And then how about TC Live coming your way to break it all down? Jim Courier will join Andy Roddick and myself in encore coverage all day long. Back with a special hot shot when we return. All right, it's that time. Hot shot of the day. What do you got, Roddick? Steve, you know what I'm about to say. Comes in. Gives him the easy overhead here. And then what happens, Steve? Stick save for the break in the second set. And he says, get off your feet. I think I'm going to win this match. It didn't work out that way. But, Steve, stick, stick save. Stick save and a beauty. Andy Roddick right there for Roberto <laughs> Carvias Baena. What else you got for us, Andy? I don't know. I, I've, 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 seen this for, I, I've, I've been hearing rumors that we have a serious hot shot of the day. Oh my gosh, this might this might be the slowest game of pickup I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> look at that crossover. Oh my lord. Look no one look these guys are seven feet tall and they're 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 popping in this like they're like from the Dirk Davinsky school. There we go. Finally someone backs someone down there. Bradley, who ended up winning this game? Uh Johnny got me. Johnny got me. We played it yeah, three two, I think, for for the GOAT bot. <laughs> but it is the, the two best shooters, I think, in the top hundred. <laughs> that probably makes sense. Did he do the thing where he looked exhausted, but then like served 145? Is that possible? Of course. In this, in this game? Of course. Johnny, Johnny <laughs> loves to play possum. He's actually an unbelievable shooter. I, it looks it. That looks like a sweet stroke. You guys both look like you got a little game. I like it. I was. I was. I, I wanted to make more fun of you guys, but then I, th I saw you guys shoot. There was nothing there. That's <laughs> <laughs> so good. So top two. Nick Kyrgios not in your top two in the top 100. Kyrgios, Yeah. I mean, Kyrgios definitely is. John, Isner's. I think Isner's the best. It's, Eubanks also pretty good as well. Good call. Eubanks has a great stroke. All right. Saturday lineup starts 5 a.m. Eastern. A lot of big time matchups. Daniil Medvedev against. The upset machine. How about Coco Goff against Paula Bedosa? That's going to be a good one. Big foe in action. Sitsipas team. Maria Sakri as well. Let's head back to the Magic Box for a preview with Danny and Prakash. All right, Steve, back at our FanDuel desk. P, we've got a showdown between Coco Goff and the hometown favorite, Paula Bedosa. Who do you give the edge to? You know, are we sure this is the first Saturday? I mean, it should be like a second Saturday matchup. I, I can't wait. Absolute blockbuster, but I think a ton riding on it for Paula Bedosa. This is a place she's played well before, made the semis, but a place she really wants to perform well. She was 42 at the start of this week, moved up now into the top 40 in the live rankings, but she really needs to get back to that spot where she feels comfortable in the top 10, playing better tennis, and hopefully this is going to be a big turnaround for her but I just thought she looked a little tentative in that first round Coco looked a little sharper after that slow start 
be a tough one to call, but I'm leaning towards the American. Alrighty, I was gonna say you gotta call somebody here, <laughs> Pete. It's gonna be sensational action here on Saturday. It takes a little while to get to those protein picks. So that's going to be a good one. Third round match between Coco and Paola. Uh, how about the breakout star of this event? The 15 year old, Mira Andreeva, actually turned 16 on Saturday, beat Layla Fernandez, beat Beatrice Haddad Maya, gets Magda Lynette tomorrow. Uh, what, what would you tell the young teen heading into this one? I mean, there's nothing to tell her. I, I can't even relate. I can't fathom being 15 years old and being one of the best players in the world already. That's insane. I was just trying to be one of the best players in Florida, let alone just North Florida. So <laughs> nothing that I can tell her. There's nothing I can relate to on that regard. Um, but, wow, it's going to be a fun, fun one to follow for the next 20 years. Yeah, she, her sister is 18 years old, Erica. They're playing doubles together. Erica's ranked like 118 in the world, something around that, Andy. we got the Fruvertova sisters coming. Everybody's trying to mimic what Serena and Venus did. It's unbelievable. I mean, it, it definitely you can definitely see that they inspired a generation. But uh, listen, if I'm if I'm coaching this young prodigy, I don't say anything beyond X's and O's. I don't talk about the moment. I don't talk about anything. She seems like she's on cruise control sometimes. Ignorance is bliss. And it has been fun to watch the joy that that uh, winning has brought her and, and the way she goes about her business. Uh, you know, you hope you, you've seen a lot of these phenoms over the year. You hope that she has staying power. You hope that she has the right people around her. But this is this is really fun to watch. It is. She says her game is like Ange Burr. She says her sister's a little bit more like Iga Sviantek. If, if that's the case, they're going to be in the top five. That's pretty five good. Yeah. Very, very <laughs> that's pretty <soon>. good. <laughs> uh, on the men's side, Dominic team, Stefano Tsitsipas, 5-3 head-to-head for team. They haven't played since 2020, Riley. And the last two times they played, which is crazy, were both at the ATP finals. Team's not there yet. Steph has still stayed at that level. What do you think is going to happen? Yeah, I think the head-to-head -head record is a little bit irrelevant given the fact that team did have a serious wrist injury on the, on the right hand as well. Um, so I think Sitsipas is the heavy favorite. But each week, team's getting closer and closer to being back to that, that level. And we can't forget, just three years ago, he was arguably the second-best clay quarter in the world. So um, there is a lot of magic still left in there, and it's just a matter of time before it comes back. Yeah, I agree with Riley. You, you throw that head-to-head -head out. There's been so much that's happened since then. Um, and, but it, listen, the, the more the team puts himself in these situations, the more comfortable he's, he, he's going to feel. Uh, hopefully, it's going to start feeling like riding a bike again. Uh, the big thing for me is, is he going to be able to win any free points on a serve? And is he going to be, be able to create enough, enough, enough depth and pace, easy for me to say, off the forehand side to actually affect Steph? I don't think he's there yet, uh, but I can't wait to watch it. Two great one-handed backhands. Uh, Riley, last day with us here uh, at Tennis Channel for this tournament. You've been awesome. Always great to have you here. What, what, what's next on the docket for you? I'm going to go back home to Florida. I'm going to be rehabbing my wrist a lot more now that I'm out of the cast, which has made my life so much better. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to be slowly getting back on court here in the next couple weeks. And um, hard to put a timeline on anything. As you know, it's, uh, it's difficult. The, the right wrist to a tennis player is like an Achilles heel to, to a sprinter. So I'm going to be patient and um, maybe have some more visits up uh, to the Tennis Channel in the next couple months. <laughs> you saw what Chris Eubanks has done since working here. You saw what Taylor Townsend's done since working here. When you get back on court, big things are, big things are coming. I've got big shoes to fill. <laughs> Taylor set the standard pretty high. <laughs> All right, Andy, I look forward to seeing you once again tomorrow. Jim Curry, you're going to join us as well as we continue on this two-week fiesta in Madrid. Carlos Alcaraz surviving and advancing. Riley Opelka, Andy Roddick, I'm Steve Weissman. Thanks for watching TC Live.